0: Hello and welcome to the Inquisitive Tea Psychology podcast where we hope to provide you with educational and well-researched information on psychology and mental health topics in order to help you become more educated, overcome life's challenges and improve your overall quality of life. I'm your host Madison and the writer of the show topic for today is the importance of socialization and how to improve your social relationships according to a study published in the national library of medicine social relationships influence mental health physical health and even mortality risk people who had stronger social ties lived longer happier and healthier lives People with strong social ties were also less likely to decline in mental and physical health as they aged. So there are numerous reasons to develop and improve a social life, the most important of which is that it can improve your overall health and well-being. Humans are social animals that require interaction with others in order to function properly. A social life can offer people a network of support, a sense of belonging, and friendships. So bonding is an important aspect of that human development. It gives us a sense of safety, love, and security you might discover that your social life is the key to living a happier, healthier life. People today have the freedom to form their own social circles, both online and offline. Their social circles may include family, friends, professional mentors, and other important people in their lives. Online social ties can be a powerful source of social support and joy particularly for people who are geographically or otherwise isolated. However, there is no substitute for face-to-face interactions, and those who spend time with friends and family report higher levels of well-being than those with fewer real-life social ties. So how exactly can you improve your social life? Number one, show up even if you don't want to. The key to making friends as an adult is to just put yourself out there, go to events even if you don't want to and actively engage with others who share your interests. Being present and positive can go a long way Short opening the possibility of deeper friendships. One of the most important aspects of forming a new friendship or even maintaining one is simply showing up. You might say, we both should hang out sometimes but then later fail to show up and instead end up watching tv shows like Stranger Things in the meantime, There's nothing wrong with some alone time, but it's also acceptable and important to keep to your promise and actually show up. So try accepting invitations to social activities, such as dinner with friends, a hike, a movie, a day at the beach, or a picnic. And it is to state the obvious, people are more likely to extend further invites if you usually say yes to the invitations. Related to showing up, it also requires some internal motivation to begin with. So decide for yourself that you want to make friends, set that intention and put yourself in a situation where making friends is possible. When you approach people with a purpose which is to make friends, then you will be surprised how simple it is to make new friends. And to do that, you can also start conversation with someone, which can be a bit difficult at first. You never know as much about someone as you do when you first meet them sometimes. And this is something that you can use to your advantage. So people enjoy talking about themselves so much so that According to Harvard University research, people will sometimes give up money just to be able to talk about themselves. And surprisingly, people are more willing to talk to us than we expect them to be. According to a University of Chicago study, less than 47% of participants thought a stranger would be willing to talk with them. In reality, each attempt To talk to a stranger was actually a success. Which means most of us are willing to engage in a conversation. We just don't always want to be the one to initiate it. You can start to be that person who initiates the conversations by trying some of the icebreakers. You can ask questions such as, do you have any recommendations for TV shows? When was the last time you traveled? What did you enjoy the most about it? However, it's important to note that not everyone is always willing to strike up a conversation with a stranger. So pay attention to what they're doing and, for example, do they have headphones on? Do they appear like they're in a hurry to go somewhere? Or do they have responsibilities that they are trying to take care of right now? If those are the case, you could try again later. And if the person appears to be available, you can start off by making a observation and preferably a positive observation by giving compliment as such to start off the conversation. Tip number two, active listening. We all want to be seen and heard. One of the most effective and underappreciated ways of connecting with others is just carefully listening to what they have to say. So you can practice active listening by being curious and trying to understand where the other person is coming from. This is how you can do it. You can avoid interrupting them in the middle of a story or talking over them when they respond to a question. Instead, give your undivided attention and genuine interest. You can also ask follow-up questions where they feel natural to demonstrate and show that you are paying attention to what they are saying. When in doubt, just say something nice and paraphrase your understanding of what the other person has said. This can make them feel more understood and know that they are being taken an interest. The right words at the right time can make someone's day significantly better while also opening the door to a conversation. And according to research, doing so increases our own life satisfaction. Tip number three participate in group activities related to your interests. So here are some ideas. You can join a club or go to meetings in your community. You can attend meetups for activities that interest you. You can go to the gym, yoga studio, or exercise class. And you can also check community event calendars or In some cases, it can be on the news, independent news site, or paper, or on Facebook events. You could also enroll in a class. So the first step in meeting new people is to sort of immerse yourself in a stimulating environment. The stimulating environment can be dependent on your personal interests as well. You can also step outside of your comfort zone by researching available classes that you have always been interested to try. This also allows you to broaden and practice your social skills. And on top of that, you will also gain new personal skills like cooking or painting as such, for example. And when you have common interests, it is often easier to talk with others. If you're ready to take a bigger step toward putting yourself out there, Look into a social hobby like volunteering at a nonprofit. This is also an excellent way to give back and serve. Participating in activities that you enjoy can help alleviate feelings of inadequacy when meeting new people, particularly if you've recently located to a new community. Tip number four, organize or start a monthly brunch. So you can invite friends or family over for a special meal and spend that time engaging in meaningful conversation. This is a fun way to also spend some quality time with loved ones even if it's just two or three people in a supportive setting where you can laugh, talk and reminisce. But if Branch isn't your thing, consider throwing a casual dinner party instead. Use it to connect with people and practice your conversational skills. And nevertheless, the location can depend on your choice as well. It can be at the comfort of your home or it can simply be at a restaurant, which can be easier for you. Tip number five, be true to yourself. Being yourself is one of the best things you can do when you're trying to make friendships or maintain ones. It might look simple, but it can be the most difficult tasks, especially if you're not the one to be vulnerable and open easily. Because it is true that we both sometimes tend to build walls and wear masks, but in order to open up and connect with others on an authentic level. We should allow ourselves to be seen as who we truly are. Be friendly and social, but also don't be afraid to take some time for yourself. And it is important for your mental health to make the most of it by finding ways to just have fun for yourself on a daily basis. Tip number six, you could also try being more approachable. This is how you can do it. You can wave to people you recognize at groups, parties or events and invite them over to you to talk to them. You could also encourage people to talk about themselves and show interests in what they have to say by giving them compliments and also questions. You can also be approachable by avoiding conflicts or confrontations at the same time. Tip number seven, reconnect with old friends. It can be easier to reconnect with old friends than it is to make new ones, especially as an adult. So reach out to reconnect with the friends you've lost in touch with or grown apart, and that can be easier than meeting new people, especially of if social anxiety or awkwardness is what's holding you back. And It's been found to improve your mental health. Reconnecting and getting back in touch with your old friends can be easier than meeting new people, especially if you struggle from social anxiety. Calling, texting, emailing, or even posting a message on social media are all excellent ways to reconnect with an old friend. A study has found that our old friends are happier at our contact much more than we expect them to be when they get our contact back again. So once you've connected, make sure that you maintain contact and stay in touch to avoid growing apart again. Tip number eight, improve your social skills. There are so many components, such as being a good communicator, including the ability to detect and interpret social cues, listening abilities that allow you to process and remember what is said, the expressions of interest, enthusiasm, and emotion, and even nonverbal communication, such as eye contact tone of voice, and body language, and posture. So, for example, you can maintain an open posture, smiling at people, and maintaining those eye contacts. The ability to speak clearly is also just as important. Another skill that is essential to social skill is your empathetic skill. So, friendships require a high level of empathy. Friends rely on one another and if we are unable to connect with empathy, that friendship will suffer. Our ability to empathize with others will play a significant role in our ability to form and maintain meaningful and deep relationships and also friendships. Think of friendship like gardens. So they require planting, nurturing, sunlight, rain, wetting and overcoming the occasional hailstorm that passes through. When you have that empathetic skills, that is one of the skills that you need in order to nurture and take care of that garden. Another component that's important to making friendships is respecting and especially when it comes to their confidentiality. Friends oftentimes confide things that are private and if you don't keep that confidentiality, it could destroy the trust that is built on the foundation of vulnerability and authenticity. So make sure that you show respect for the private information that your friends give you. So let's face it, if we don't respect another person, we are unlikely to develop a meaningful friendship with them. So respect for another person is essential for developing a long-term relationship. Moreover, we could also take some time to recharge on our own. Most of us know instinctively whether we are introverts, extroverts or somewhere in between. In everyday life, however, it is easy to overlook that particular personality trait. So, when you don't recharge properly, your social skills may suffer. Introverts, for example, who do not take the time to recharge alone, may find themselves drained, withdrawn, and quiet as social events. When their socializing batteries have run low so find the right social balance for your own personality traits notice your own emotional state and manage your emotional needs and feelings constructively as much as you can and know that everyone is on the same boat when it comes to making new friends this brings an end to this podcast episode this week as always The information in this podcast is intended to supplement rather than substitute for the advice of licensed mental health care professionals. The mission we have here is for you to learn, cultivate better mental health and well-being, build better relationships, and be curious. Thanks for listening. I hope you continue to be inquisitive, and I'll see you next week.